Hey everybody, welcome back. This is episode 25 of the Q&A podcast. Uh, my name is Anthony, sitting right across from me as always is my pal DeQuincy. Hello guys. And we're talking uh, wrestling today. It's uh, about a week and a half away until the 28th annual Survivor Series, uh, the second longest WWE pay-per-view to date, or you know, in the company at least. Uh, and it's getting interesting. You know, wrestling I think is... Um, Picking up. Business is picking up. Business is picking up, at least in the WWE. Uh, It's getting a little more interesting. Still not the best product out there right now, Um, but the storylines are starting to pick up. They're definitely, it really seems like they're getting over that lull uh, from the WrestleMania lull. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're really, really starting to make things interesting. Yeah, because they got to pick stuff up for the Royal Rumble going into next. Yeah, WrestleMania. Right. Um, I mean, there's been some good pay-per-views, you know, a lot of good matches and stuff, you know, over the past few months. But the storylines themselves are have been kind of kind of stagnant. Uh, so, I mean, where do you want to start, man? I don't know. I mean, uh, can we start with the big elephant room? How they haven't defended the what is it, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, sure. whatever the hell they're calling it now? They haven't defended in what has it been two pay-per-views. Uh, this will well, this will be the second. This will be pay-per-view. Because Lesnar only works like <laughs> three shows a year. Well, no, his contract now is uh, he gets a nice paycheck whenever they decide to to pay him, whenever they want him on the oh, show. Oh, it's not so he doesn't have like predetermined. He, he, no, currently he doesn't. It, after I think the WrestleMania, after WrestleMania, when his contract expired, when he re-upped with them, I think the stipulation was. I'll work as many shows, as many events and shows that you want, but you have every to pay time me, you pay me, X and you're going to pay me the same amount. Which for him it could be, you know, six figures, could be seven figures. Who knows? Quarter million, possibly. Ooh, wow! So that's why they're not using it. <laughs> that would explain why he's not on TV, right? So they're only saving him for the big money shows, mm-hmm. not of champions that they had to because every title was on the line. Yes, uh, or you know, was supposed to be on the line. So. Uh, they're they're going to hold off, uh, and it's I hate to say, it, but it's looking like they're going to hold off until the Royal Rumble. They could bring them back in December. Well, let's talk about something real quick. Sure, um, you brought big pay per views, and I wanted to talk to you. What do you think of the big four in WWE right now? It's definitely WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and uh, the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. What's the fourth one? Because people have been saying for years Survivor Series. I feel like the whole. Team aspect has run its course. I don't like our well, generation is no longer a big thing anymore. I think if there's something at stake, mm-hmm. and this year, this year's Survivor Series, which we'll talk about, uh, there is something on the line for this for this main event. So I think that it you know cur- this year Survivor Series remains in the top four. <laughs> For but you, I think, you but, really think so? Because I feel like uh, Money in the Bank the past couple of years has really came has come on strong. Absolutely, and that's, that's what I was going to say. You know, when when Survivor Series isn't... Uh, it doesn't have a good draw. Right. If it, if it doesn't have a, an intriguing storyline, you know, stipulation to that match, then uh, I think Money in the Bank can easily replace uh, the Survivor Series as being that... that fourth big pay-per-view because just the event itself the event. it's awesome like as long you get a bunch of ladders and like say Ziggler and it's a show among itself you don't need anything Absolutely. else I mean and there's they, and they tend to put enough of the athletic guys in there I mean you've and got Ziggler and, and uh, what they've Rollins. been doing a couple the few I think probably like the last two or three years where they have one uh, the first one where it's all the main event stars, the big guys you know of, and the second one is like up and comers. Right. I Wait, feel like that's awesome. Like and up this and com- year, the, usually the. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, this year they were able to. Tra- they were still able to do that. Going forward, I don't know if they're going to do that, but this year they were able to to I keep that transition that. going because I, it used to be uh, one one ladder match was for a money. Money in the Bank title shot against the heavy, the world heavyweight champion. The other one against the WWE champion. Right, since they've merged the titles. I think they can still do that where they'll have one for the WWE heavyweight championship and then have the second one for up for the newcomers to fight for the contract. Well, yeah, I mean, that that's way, what they, that's that what they way did this year. The guy can be, like they did last year, the guy, can, uh, whoever wins it, 
who wins the contract, you know, you're out there, you're main eventing, you're on the cusp of being champion. Right. And they can right. spend, you know, three, four, even eight months, you know, building you up to eventually win the title. Sure. Like how they're doing with Seth Rollins right now. I mean, that's, that's if you want to do two ladder matches, that's the only way to go right now because uh, you only have that one main title. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, yeah, we I, both complain about the title, the one main title. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it takes, it, it should make everything that much more competitive, but it hasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. with one with one less title, you think everybody's going to step up, step up the game, and they have yet to do so. Yeah, it feels uh, like the Intercontinental and the U.S. title are just there for show. Yeah, I mean, and we spoke about this off air. How basically we would love to go into the WWE office and tell them. <laughs> You guys can worry about the the big titles of the Divas title and the um, tag team titles and the the WWE heavyweight t- title and all that stuff. Just give us the Intercontinental and U.S. title and just let us program it. We'll bring it back to prominence. Yes. You know, the last time the IC title was really worth anything, I, I can only think it was maybe the 90s when Sean and Razor were going at it yes. ladder match after ladder match for that title. The Intercontinental title should be for... Uh, I don't want to say like B plus players, but the the guys who you know within a year or two will be fighting or challenging for the heavyweight championship. It, it should make you know. Uh, you should aside have, from aside from the the winner of the Royal Rumble and the the current Money in the Bank contract holder, the the next number one contender or the the next contender to the mm-hmm. title should be the IC title. It's because it's the and, next step up, and the US title should be right below that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's a problem. That's the problem with how it's been handled is because... Crappily. <laughs> right, because you can't have... You you can't elevate the guy, the, the main event guys any further, mm-hmm. and you can't, you can't bring them back. You can't lower them in the card. So, you know, you'll never see Randy Orton fight for the IC title. No. Even though he could be a great champion... Uh, he was the IC top back in the day. He was the champion, yeah. But you'll never see him compete for the top for that title again. You'll never see John Cena compete. They surpassed it. You'll never even see Daniel Bryan compete for the IC title. I think as long as he he comes back with with uh, a shell of the momentum that he had before he got injured, which I believe he will. Yeah, and you won't see Daniel Bryan compete for the IC title. And then you've got guys that you've already thrust into the main event. And you've already shown that they're not gonna that they're only gonna compete in main event storylines or in title in WWE World Heavyweight Title storylines. So Roman Reigns is out. Seth Rollins is I out. I think I was just about to say when Reigns comes back, he should be aiming for the Intercontinental Championship. Well, you know that he should absolutely, but they're they've already they've already got their their plan set for this guy, and they're not they're they're not going to show any signs of changing it. I think at this point. Um. So those titles, you know, and, and look what happened with Sheamus. Sheamus was a world heavyweight champion and a WWE champion at one point, and now he's back down the card to U.S. The U.S. He just title. lost the U.S. title last week. Yeah, you know, so it, it, it hinders him as a performer, as as a, as a star. Uh, I, where, yeah, but I also feel like Rusev beating someone as um, Sheamus's caliber. Be him kind of elevates him, uh, Rusev, to a higher light. That's true too, but you know they, the progression that they've gone with Rusev is is the right. I mean that's how you do it. Um, but I think even if you had some, even if it was uh, Big E who say he was the U.S. title holder, I think the fact that you make the feud you know interesting, uh, put on good performances, I think you you know he would still be taken seriously. Uh, I mean, obviously, like I said, it doesn't hurt that he beat Sheamus for the U.S. title, without a doubt, because, you know, Sheamus is, is a top... He's supposed to be a top guy. He just hasn't been booked as a top guy lately. Um, Can I... Is it, I have a thought, a tangent off a tangent. Sure. Do you think they should bring back the Cruiserweight belt? No, because they, they don't push the, the smaller guys anyways. They don't... They don't give them any airtime anyways. If, if they're not making room for them on the on Raw or SmackDown... They're like a main event. Philly matches. Yeah, then... There's, What's the other one? Main event? What's the other show? On the network, yeah. Main event. Is there another one? Uh, Superstars. Superstars. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. 
But when you've got small guys like Tyson Kidd, Justin Gabriel, um, who the very least should be, you know, mixing around for the U.S. title. Absolutely. Right I mean, now, if you had uh, Kidd going against Rusev, you have a great David versus Goliath. Xavier Woods is yeah. another small guy. Uh, we're going to talk about Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston and <laughs> that later. Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to talk about that now? Uh... Well, let me let's go back to the uh, to the big four. Okay, you know, but like, <laughs> our tangent off the tangent <laughs> off the tangent. Um, Money in the Bank is definitely emerging as as a big four pay per view. Um, Survivor Series is still it, it's back and forth with, with those. I think between those two pay per views, uh, and then it's I think it's fighting a losing battle because if it doesn't have a good storyline, you know, Survivor Series. It's gonna lose against Money in the Bank because Money in the Bank has the the ladder match. Yeah, and back to that was a the first tangent that mm-hmm. we went off of. But back to Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people aren't happy with the fact that they haven't been booking him to to defend the title. Um, you would know about their money woes, Mister Shareholder. <laughs> it, it's full disclosure. Anthony owns stock in WWE. Yeah. How much do you owe? I own. Uh, I own 15 shares. Yeah, it's not a whole lot, but it's uh, it's enough to make it interesting. It's enough for me to, uh, to pay attention at least. How much was that at this high point? Oh, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I should have sold it. Rich, it was, rich Uncle Moneybags over here. I got greedy. <laughs> I got greedy. I thought it was going to go even higher. Uh, man, it, its peak was at $32. Uh, and I was... They had, and that was before they announced their network deal. Mm-hmm. Before they launched the network, so I really thought, man, this is going to be maybe fifty dollars a share. Boy, was that that was a terrible, terrible decision. But uh, I'm still hanging on to it. See what happens. If I, as long as I can uh, break even at one, you know, hopefully within the next year or so, then I'll be okay. It's, it won't be a, a total loss. Um, the thing about Brock is that. Um, at first, a lot of people, at least a lot of the old school people, were mm-hmm. saying, "You don't need Brock Lesnar every week on television because you just need Paul Heyman." Yeah, because back in the day, the world champion wasn't on every show. He only appeared maybe once a month for the big shows. Back in the day, you're talking when the '80s, '70s, and '80s. You know the the and it, it made it made the world champion's appearance that much more special, uh-huh. that much more meaningful to say, man, we got to check this out. But now, you're not even getting him once a month. You're getting him once every two months. And that is where it's starting to, you know, really starting to raise eyebrows um, and, and really question what these off. people... Yeah, and, and question what the creative team is doing, you know? Like, I, I think they would love to have Rock once a month. They would, least. but... They definitely don't want to pay whatever they're playing. We don't know what it is. I'm just throwing out a quarter million just for yeah. a figure. But like you said, if it's six figures, I mean, how many times can the even WWE actually afford to put them out there? Even if it's uh, $50,000, that's still a lot of money yeah. for one night. And I guarantee they're paying for his airfare, hotel stay, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah everything. Yeah. Everything. Hotel, uh, limo, all that stuff. That kind of piles up. That Those figures add up for a while. Oh, absolutely. Especially when, you know, the network hasn't done as great as they expected. That's, I mean, that's the big, the big thing. I mean, it's that the numbers for the network have been down across the board. Um, not our fault. We both have it. It's not our fault. But here's the thing. And oh, I, speaking of the network, how dare they give away a free month when I'm paying for a month? <laughs> the WWE is giving away a free month, uh, free November so you can watch everything on the network, and, including Survivor, uh, including Survivor Series. How dare they? When I'm paying how much? <laughs> Nine ninety nine a month for this. I better get a free month at the end of this. At some point, they ridiculous. Got a, I think at some point they've got how to dare make up, you make up for the for the people that have been loyal. You know, I, I've I'm already in my second term essentially. I, I oh, uh, well before. Uh, you before they got like the right commitment. after it came out, didn't you? Yeah, I signed right. up the day it came out. Yeah, um, signed up. You know, you had to sign up for six months for a six month commitment. Mm-hmm. When those six months were up, I had to re up for another six months. But then a month later, so last month they decided to do away with it. So there is no commitment on my part. But you know, I'm still I've still left the box checked. You know, it's just like you know, 
building each month. Yeah, so. I know. Uh, for mine, I wait. I started last month, so it's after the six month commitment. So mm-hmm. basically, I just go month to month. Um, really, honestly, even if you're like, I think that you're more of a fan than I am, as far as the WWE is as concerned. So you're gonna watch more things on the network than I have. The only thing I've really been watching lately is the Monday Night Wars. I've been watching the Monday Night Wars for sure. I'm pretty sure you've been watching other stuff like old <laughs> old WCW matches. Oh, uh, like you. Um, not lately, but uh, once one when they first started putting WCW on, I was I was checking it out, mm-hmm. watching some old pay per views. But I'm just saying, if you're even a modest fan, you should get it just for the pay per views alone. It's I mean, worth it exactly just for the pay per views. The only bad part about getting it is it's kind of killed our. Um, Want to get together for you know wrestling to watch wrestling like Steven's house, especially if everybody's got. I've already got it. It's cold outside, and I don't want to put on pants. Absolutely, I'm just gonna stay home. Oh God, I've become your father. I don't want to put on pants. I'm just gonna stay home. You know, it's definitely um, affected. I think you know the fact of the way people people do watch it um, and who wants it. Their social engagements, I guess. I think people only really get together now for the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Pretty much. Uh, We're gambling for the next uh, Royal Rumble. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> Definitely. It'll be interesting to see what everybody, happens. Like, if we have 10 people, everybody just picks three numbers and both five bucks in the pot. I can do it. Uh-huh. That'll be fun. Um, back to non illegal activities. <laughs> The, yeah, I mean the network is, is that it's worth it. Uh, I mean the con- there's so much content on there. Uh, the pay per views alone pay for itself. Especially what pay per view pays for it? Yeah, pays for the whole year on you know Directv or whatever whatever uh, cable provider you have. The pay per view is like forty nine ninety nine. I think it's like fifty nine ninety nine for HD. HD. Yeah. So I mean, it's I don't. It's it's hard to understand why so many people haven't subscribed, uh, but then again, I, I mean, I, well, I, I take that back. I, I do actually kind of understand because if you think about it, there's a lot of people who you ever think about the fact you have Netflix, Hulu, the WWE Network, and your phone. You don't need basic TV uh, unless you want to watch live sports, and that includes WWE programming. Pretty sure ESPN has an app for that, but continue. Possibly. But if you want to watch Raw, you can't. You can't watch it on the WWE app? I mean, the um, network? No, they because of their TV deal, they oh. have to wait like a month before they can upload it on there. Oh, I and did you not can know that. probably see it on Hulu. I, I think you can see it on Hulu Plus, but they, I think it's the, the it comes out the next day, so Tuesday after Raw, mm-hmm. um, and I think they edit a lot of it as well. Oh. They 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 cut it up to uh, so you don't get the full three hour show, which for most people is is, is a godsend. Right. How how often since it's gone to three hours? What percentage would you say that you've made it through the entire three hours? Oh man, I, I couldn't give you a percentage because I mean I, I do fall asleep a lot, mm-hmm. and so I have to go back and watch it maybe later that night or the next day, early morning perhaps before I go to work. Um, it's tough. I feel like I make it through like 80% of the shows, but out of that 80%, I'm only listening to like 10%. There's like so much of it where I just have it on as basically background noise while mm-hmm. I'm either writing a column or doing stuff for work. It's just there. A lot. Well, most I'm rec- flipping back between, you know, Raw and Monday Night Football. Yeah, I and mean, more recently I've been... Uh, I've been starting the show maybe at 7.45 or 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. so we, I can fast forward through commercials. The Ashley Elliott method, that's what she does. <laughs> yeah, you know. Which is a smart way to do it. That's how you should do everything nowadays. Just any TV show, any event, except if it's a live event, like an awards, or even a, I would say even the Emmys, you can start like an hour late and just, and then you'll be able to zoom through the commercials. Yeah, you know, uh, start, you know, about out, yeah, like I said, about an hour late. Get through commercials, get through um, boring matches that, <laughs> you know, characters you don't really care for. Uh, Adam to, Rose and that damn bunny. <laughs> well, now I, I'm going to start paying oh. a little more attention, especially if he uh, goes full on heel on the bunny. Um, and 
you know, it, it saves time. It, it helps me get through it that you know in that first sitting, uh, so I don't have to stay up later than I than normal or, or get up earlier than usual. Uh, but but with the network, there's so they projected so many fans, so many households, you know, watch wrestling, watch WWE, and that may be true, but. If you've got a household of four people who all watch wrestling, you're only going to get one subscription to the network in that household, mm-hmm. especially if it's you know, dad and, and kids, you know, and, and the kids or whatever. Um, and then you also have to take into account that there are a lot of you know older fans, and and I think a, the perception is that a, a large chunk of the older fans may not be as inclined. To to deal with all the technology, you know. To how old are we talking? What well, I don't know. I think you're talking like fifty and sixty year old fans or something like that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, I'll think of like people more people our age. people who have disposable income for for wrestling, and you know, it's e- it was easier to just pay for one pay per view and be done with it, and that and you know. One click of a button, but now you got to log into stuff, and you have to, you know, if you want to see it, you can, you can see it on your computer, or you can sync it up to your to your television from your laptop or whatever. Um, and I, I think and grand, obviously you better call your grandkids or something, right? Obviously, there's a, there's enough people out there that don't want to deal with that, or else the numbers would be that much greater, I think. And also, they're not they're only marketing the network to. The wrestling fans, the, the people only, who own, who would already have it, right? So they the, should the have only like, time I see commercials for the network is on Raw, on SmackDown. If there was someone in the marketing department, what they would have, they would do is have like Cena go out and be on uh, what's like uh, Kelly and Michael and talk about WD Network, or go on late night with Fallon or Kimmel and talk about the network. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's it an unprecedented and, event. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You just get it out there, or you know. Don't talk about wrestling to people who already watch wrestling. Try to go back and get the people who stopped watching once it became, you know, the PG era. People right. around my age or people even older the who grew up watching Hogan and, um, what's his name, um, Macho Man. Right. Tell them, hey, you guys can go back and watch these great matches mm-hmm. and pay only, you know, 10 bucks a month to do it. Right. And, and, and cancel any time you want to. And I think their numbers are great. You have to go outside. I know this this is tech babble, but you got to go outside your box to grab the people who normally, you know, you wouldn't have. Without a doubt. Um, and with, oh, man, I lost my train of thought, but. Sorry. No, it's okay. It. No, not a problem at all. Um, there's. There's a lot of people out there, but there's just you're not you're not targeting a, a broader audience, and, and you really should target a broader audience uh, because you might get that you know you might get here and there you know. When they, uh, oh, now I remember. Okay. The the numbers that they have currently seven hundred thousand subscriptions, seven hundred fifty thousand subscribers. It's a really good number. Is that just in North America? Uh no. Now it's it's global. Oh okay. Since since they expanded. Okay. The the really the you know uh, the really sad part is that they they really le- legitimately only added about thirty thousand international subscribers and that doesn't include the UK. When the UK finally gets the network, that number should go up because there are a lot of UK fans out there that are clamoring for the network. And the day it was supposed to come out last week in the mm-hmm. UK, they pulled out because they're they're having some contractual issues with uh, the cable provider in. In the UK, who's showing Raw and the pay per views mm-hmm. as well? They're you know broadcasting them. But even if they have a huge jump, you know they're they're at what do you say seven hundred thousand right now. Yeah. Even if they get you know UK, they're still not going to make a million anytime soon. Not this year, especially with the UK. Uh, and, and a lot of the people in the UK were upset. I mean, were outraged. And on Raw, they were there was a couple of chants. You know, where's our network? Um, and apparently, they did it a few more times during the show. But because it was a tape delay, they were able to edit. Out of the show, um, there's only a few instances where they couldn't avoid broadcasting that chant. But the speaking of chants, I love when the crowd gets bored and they start chanting the announcer's name. 
That kills me. As a, as a wrestler, you just have to feel like, damn, no one cares what we're doing in the ring. It should tell you, man, we need to pick it up. Yeah. Um, Tangent again. Right. But 700, you know, 700 plus thousand subscribers is a great number. Yes. Yeah, if you hadn't dumped your chest and said, we've got, we have a, an audience. In a year, we'll be able to get a million. That's basically what, they, in less than a year, that's what they said. Right. You know, we have a. 700,000 would be awesome for us. Absolutely. <laughs> We, we I kill you. I literally would kill you for seven hundred thousand subscribers right now. We have uh, our reach, uh, you know, domestically alone. They, I remember watching the press conference. Not us, the WWE. We're talking about now. The w, Well, the WWE's. Uh, they, they're during their press conference when they unveiled the you know the, or they announced that they were launching the network. You know, they had estimated that they that their reach. Um, was out to close to 50 million households, 50 million people in the con- in the country alone, in the United States alone, based on people who've gone to a show, who've gone to one show, or who've ordered one pay-per-view. It, it's you screwed yourself by getting those expectations being loud that and high. verbose about your expectations. Right. You get barely half of that. Not even a percent, not even I'll talk about the million. Oh, yeah. 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 So, you know, 700, I think, especially within not even a full calendar year, 700,000 subscribers is a great number. Mm-hmm. I think most companies that would do that, I think, I don't, I, you know, I haven't followed what Hulu Plus and what Netflix, Netflix. does and what they did initially when mm-hmm. they first started. Um, but to get, you know, 700,000 is, is not bad. But when you're already telling them, oh, well, we're going to have a million, a million, million two million, three at million. least, yeah, that's uh, that's where the problems start, and that's where uh, investors start getting pissed off and start, you know, trading away or whatever and lowering the, the stock price. Uh, so we spent like 20 minutes talking about the network, right. getting guns to the pay per view. <laughs> but uh, I want to ask you another question: Where do you see the network in, let's say, two years? Well, from the different podcasts that I've listened to, from people who kind of uh, had experience with Vince, mm-hmm. uh, who I know how he who knows his history mm-hmm. better than I do, some people say it could they could find a way within two you know a couple of years to put it on television in the, at least in the United States, um, find a, a way to get it to the, to the cable providers to put on television like a regular like a a right. cable channel. Which they wanted to do initially, but they it, it just didn't work at the time. Um, and then on the other on the other end, there's talk that if it doesn't go the way he wants it, he could just scrap it and take that hit because he's go he's, go the XFL route. Absolutely. I mean that's he it didn't even last a year, the XFL. Poor this man's only mistake with the XFL is not leading another 10 years. If he had it like now, it'd be doing gangbusters because of all the um, drawbacks and, you know, the flags being happening in the NFL right now. Yeah, absolutely. So, who knows? Within two years, it's it's really hard to tell, to, to make that prediction. Uh, I hope it's still around, but... I do too, absolutely. I mean, you look at the numbers, you hear the whispering coming from people we follow... That you know, I do actual report at WWE. <laughs> I just feel like Vince may give it another year, and if he doesn't see what he wants, then it could be gone. Yeah, especially with the the heat they've been getting from the cable subscribers. Um, I can't remember who is it like AT and T. No, not AT and T. Like Comcast, some other uh, cable providers. They like won't even. Broadcast the pay per views anymore. Well, AT and T doesn't. I have AT and T. Yeah, okay. AT&T yeah, for does. sure they don't. Um, I think it was Dish Network that was the first outspoken mm-hmm. cable provider. They weren't happy because they're getting undercut, especially for WrestleMania. Um, so it's it, it's going to be interesting because if he does scrap it, where does he go from there? Does he grovel back to the cable providers and say, "Put my pay per views back on," or? And if he does that, what percentage are they going to get out of it? A lot more than they got last time. The, the yeah. before they stopped. Yeah. So I don't know. The next the next six months are going to be interesting. interesting. Let alone two years. Yeah. 
All right, so let's get to um, let's get to the product itself. Let's let's talk about you know what we're watching on television. They really set up the. I mean, they they set up at least the main event for Survivor Series this past Monday. Um, you want to get to that last? Let's talk about the sure. Um, all we know so far is the main event, the Survivor, the the tag team match. Mm-hmm. And the Divas Championship. The Divas Championship. And also, they, they announced, I think it was Monday, uh, or it might have been Tuesday, mm-hmm. that uh, Dean Ambrose is going to face Bray Wyatt. Okay. So, they're not yeah, on, the, on the teams. I'm but. pretty sure they're going to have the Bunny versus Rose, probably as a pre-show match. Possibly. Um the no. tag titles will be on the line in some capacity. There's talk of maybe a, a multi-tag. You know, like a Fatal 4-Way type match or maybe even a Survivor Series style elimination match. Let's go with the tag team titles first because I think we're both just disgusted at what it's become in the past three or four months. Yeah, I mean, there are no teams anymore. I remember when Triple H first came into power as the on-screen COO and, -hmm. you know, Behind the scenes, he's like the talent relations. Yeah, he, he runs. I can't remember what his exact title, but basically, he runs the show around an events, and he made a big uh, scene about bringing back the tag team division. And for a while there, he was doing it. Absolutely, you had the Wyatts, you had Luke Harper and Eric Rowan as a tag mm-hmm. team, and they never got the titles, but they were always in it. They were always competing. Mm-hmm. You had the Shield. You had Rollins and and. Uh, and uh, Rollins, Ambrose, and um, blah, 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 blah. Roman Reigns. Roman well, Reigns. no, uh, Reigns and, and Rollins were yeah, the title holders at one point. Yeah. And now it's just <laughs> whoever can find someone to tag with, you can be in the uh, in the championship match. Right, right. Because right now it's Stardust and Goldust who's holding the titles. The Usos, who are a fan favorite, but I am personally tired of seeing. <laughs> and who else do we have out there? Uh, kind of the Miz and Mizdow, Damian Mizdow. I feel like they're, but that's only. I feel like they're still doing the singles thing. That's only developed over the past like week and a half, just because they're. I, I think they're just, just finally going with those guys as a team because Mizdow has been so great. Absolutely, yeah. and because they just they desperately need another compa- yeah. another challenger to, for the titles. Um, I can't. Which think. which raises an interesting point: if Mizdow and and the Miz are teamed as a heel tag team, how does that work with Stardust and Goldust? Because they were currently, currently they are supposed to be a heel tag team because of the, the way that they feuded with the Usos for the titles. And which, I think it's stupid having the question, oh, these, this team's a heels, or this team can't take them on because they're here also. It's just stupid to me. Just have the best performers go out there and fight night in, night out. Don't worry. We're smart enough to figure out they're all going to the go best. have a beer together. Exactly. At the end I mean, of the night, I know that this is for kids, and you don't want to break the whole kayfabe thing. And yeah. um, but I just want to see the best of the best. I don't care if they're all heels or they're all faces. I agree, but until until they drop that, you have to you have to question it, yeah, because you don't know how they're gonna what they're gonna do. So okay, so you we and then you also have the matadors. Ugh. Uh, they're not winning. Okay, let's put that out. So, yeah. who would be in the Fatal Four Way? Um, it would those be, four teams we just mentioned. It'd be the use the Usos. It'd be Stardust and Goldust. Whatever they're doing with uh, what are the names? Basically, Black Power. Possibly, um, but it it might be too late for Survivor Series at least because they just started airing those those uh, vignettes. Last week, those stupid promos where they have uh, what's his name Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods basically out there in front of a church choir acting like James Brown, <laughs> and then Kofi Kingston again in front of the church choir being a preacher man. I guess is the best way to put it. And we have no idea what they're going to do with uh, uh, Big E. Yeah, he might just stand in front of the church. The choir just stand there. <laughs> like the strong man just nod his head and go, uh huh, and that's the end of it. Just being the muscle. Yeah. But he's that he's so much better than that. He should yeah. definitely have a more I prominent mean, role. If you follow him on Twitter or Instagram, he's hilarious. Yeah. I just 
But I hate what they're doing with that group. I mean, yeah. it's felt like they were gonna have. Not I keep forgetting his name. I'm sorry. Um, probably because he hasn't been there as long as the other Xavier Woods. Woods as the Malcolm X kind of guy. Yeah, you know the the quote unquote voice of the black fans and have Kingston and Big E like basically doing his bidding, which would have been great. And they could have just gone with the route that hey, we're we're being. Being under underutilized, you know. I feel like they probably looked at that like, oh well, we have too many heels. Once again, that old too many heels. We got to turn these guys face. Right. I don't know about you, but I'm getting tired of seeing Kofi Kingston as a face. Absolutely. His greatest run was when he was turning slightly heelish against (laughs) Randy Orton. Yeah. And they had the um, what was it? Falls Count Anywhere match. This like going on two, three years ago. That was his best run. Ever since then, he's gone back to his happy, jovial Kofi Kingston. It's like, okay, it's great for the kids, but this isn't progressing his career anywhere. He's taking a step back, yeah, actually. I, since I feel the... like uh, Big E would be a, a great monster heel. Yeah, but he's too funny. I mean, he because of Twitter and Instagram, he's too funny to be a bad guy. I think he, yeah, absolutely. I think he would be a great heel. But right now he's and he Woods hasn't turned really, down the, yeah. the hilarity. Woods can go either way. I just he would be awesome as a heel, just a new nation of domination, just destroying any you know anybody, anybody really. Anybody, yeah. really. They had they would have both the speed and the power and the you know, the mouth to do it. And I feel like the WWE just looked down and said, "Well, we don't want militant black guys, so we're <laughs> going to them the happy church going Negro folk." Oh boy. <laughs> But it's just it's sad because if you ever heard about their creative, it's like I think it's like fourteen or fifteen people, all white, and there's only one female. Yeah, it's like how can you tell stories from the black or the Hispanic side if you don't have any black or Hispanic people there? I think the worst part of that is that most of them aren't come into this not even as wrestling fans not they're like understanding of how if wrestling I remember works. correctly they're they went on a spree of hiring people hiring people from soap operas yeah soap operas from all over hollywood yeah from like days are alive and all my children in general hospital because they know how to write drama that's awesome but you don't know how to write wrestling drama there's a difference absolutely so the tag teams you know it's you had and you even had uh you know last year you had was it Titus O'Neil and Darren Young? Yes. Yeah, the primetime players. And then they split them up. Split them up, you know, because there was people when they split them up. People thought, okay, well, maybe Titus O'Neil's finally going to get that big push as a big because he's such a big dude. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he'll get that monster heel, you know, kind of rub uh, and, from the way he he turned on Darren Young, and and maybe he could be, you know, in that mold of like a Mark Henry. And they're going to do it do it fast because he's like 35? 36, I think. Yeah. 35, 36. He started late in his career. Yeah. And what they did was he was a heel for like a month, a month and a half. Then um, Darren got injured towards ACL. And then Titus O'Neil got paired with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Slater. Slater. He's yeah. Slater. And he's back down in that jokey um, face tag team, yeah. which he escaped from. It's like, WWE, the creative gave him a shot, and they're like, "Well, you had a month, so you didn't do anything, so we're going to team you with this white guy and make you the <laughs> dorky tag team again." And it's like he didn't—he barely got an opportunity. Yeah, it, you know, there, it's just a mishand, another case of mishandling guys that have talent, and yeah, you might not elevate them all the way to the top, but you can definitely again. There's that U.S. title standing there. Absolutely, for absolutely. So, and I guess technically Slater and Gator are still teaming. We haven't seen them team together in a while, but... They might be on one of the, you know, the house shows. Yeah. We haven't seen them on TV in, I want to say, a couple weeks. So, really, there's only six viable teams. (sighs) Three months ago, you split up the Wyatts. Harper and Rowan are on their own. They're not, they're not a team. They're not, they've... They've got their own storylines. They're developing. Uh, they're not even with Bray Wyatt at this po- at this point. The Shield split up a long time ago, so you don't have Rollins and Reigns as, as a you know a threat. Um, Basically, the the tag team division's in ruin. Triple H, you lied to us. <laughs> you lied. And there's a couple of tag teams in NXT, but they're just 
one one team is ready, but they just won't. They won't bring them up. They will not win the championship. Even even they come up, you'll know as a fan. Yeah, they had no shot at winning the title, even if they're in the match. Right. And there's a, there's a few other teams that are down there, but they're just not ready yet. Mm-hmm. So um, tag teams uh, looking. Man, looking bleak. pretty bleak. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the Diva title? Uh, yeah, we can talk about it for a sec. And you know, it's it's AJ Lee versus Nikki, Nikki Bella. Bella. Uh, Nikki Bella won a, a battle royal uh, costume battle royal on Halloween or the Halloween SmackDown episode a few weeks ago, um, and she's got Brie as her personal assistant for yeah you know, for the AKA rest of the month. Slave. <laughs> is it is it for the rest of the month? It's well. It was a month from their match at uh, what was Hell in a Cell. Okay. So she beat Brie Bella. Brie's got to be her assistant. So I, I guess towards the, at least until the end of the month. Um, Thirty days. That was it. That should have been something like like six <laughs> years, right. six months or something like that. Yeah. Thirty um, days is nothing. Absolutely. That's like what eight shows, more or less. More or less. Pay per view here or there, or a pay per view, but. Uh, so they're they're using that they're going with that angle where you know Bree is is forced to to help Nikki you know attack AJ from behind or you know distract her during matches and stuff and so the the match itself I'm looking forward to because I, I gotta say Nikki Bella has has improved as a performer uh, you know she's not the best performer out there but I think it's she's a lot better. Than where she was at six months ago, mm-hmm. for, for sure. So it's uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, AJ always puts on a pretty good show as well. So, uh, but I don't see much, I don't see much developing from that match after when it's all said and done. I think. Well, I you know what? Now the thing about it, I think there's a chance Nikki Bella could win the title at yeah. least briefly for a little while. I think. Because AJ has had, held on to it for a few months now. Quite a while. That's all I have for my divas. <laughs> Another division that sorely needs help. Yeah, they need to start pairing pairing more of these girls together. Mm-hmm. And then there was the, the rumor that the cast of Total Divas uh, can't win the title. Really? Why not? Uh, apparently, well, part of the rumor was that it's just they don't want their wrestling storylines to mix up, get mixed up with, with their the, fake reality TV storylines. Right, but they still do it anyways because they're bringing Tyson Kidd on mm-hmm. on with television. The, what's his name? Natalia. Yeah. And you don't have any strong. There's no strong uh, diva heels right now. Paige, they tried to make a heel, but it just it didn't really the work. The storyline, which is weird, she's her, she loves her and she loves AJ, and then she beats up AJ. It's like, okay, they're going for the Paris Nicole angle that was ten years ago, right? So thanks for being current, guys. I think, um, you know, in in the same vein as Kofi Kingston and another and another performance that I'll, we'll talk about later, mm-hmm. I think they should turn Natalia. I think her character is stale right now, as you know the the niece of Brett, the Hitman Heart, the daughter of Jim, the Anvil Nightheart. Well, if they turn her into like the dominatrix of her relationship with Tyson Kidd. <laughs> like she's bossing him around. She tells him what to do. She's just whooping up on. Um, yeah, because right now, yeah, I mean, she's that she's, would at least be entertaining. But right now, she's just playing the victim to Tyson Kidd's, you know, uh, neglective. Is, it, is that a word? Neglective? It is now. Gaming's <laughs> a word. Negligence. You know? Yeah. It, again, it'd been so funny if they went the other way with it. Just have yeah. him be, have her neglective of him and I, and just telling him, go get me my, go in my purse and stuff like that. That would have been funny. Or better, I, I would love for them to both be heels. To both be a, a dominant, you know, heel team, you know, husband and wife mm-hmm. combo. Um and I think that would make the Divas division a little more interesting because you you could have uh, Paige as a, as a full-time face, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely AJ Lee, you know. It'll, it would be a change from the last time her and Talia feuded when AJ was the, the heel and, and she was the face. Um, and I, I think it would just help her character overall. I think, you know, it would make Natalia 
a little more interesting at this point. Anything, um, please? Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's our Divas discussion. Sure. Today. <laughs> um, any other matches that you want to talk about? Not Adam Rose and the Bunny. Let's get that. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, anything else that comes before? Well, the only other confirmed matches is Day- Dean Ambrose and Bray-, Bray Wyatt. I like... I like the feud. I like the fact that they're going to fight. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way they set it up, though. I hated the fact that they he he interfered with uh, Bray Wyatt interfered with the, the, the Hell in a Cell match, match. Uh, between Ambrose and Rollins. It was, was a, great match. a great match, and it was such. Uh, I'm going to curse right now. I'm sorry. It was such a shitty ending. <laughs> it was. You could have done that. You could have done that after the match. You could have done that on Monday Night Raw, and it's and it would have worked, and it would have been just as interesting as it may be right now but the to interfere with that match to cause or to prevent the the match from ending with a clean, clean finish is frustrating it just leaves a sour taste in your mouth absolutely uh, you know but I'm looking forward to it I think but they could have set it up they could have started that match or that feud mm-hmm. after after that after that had so nice which was a, well, it was a great match, terrible god off landing. <laughs> uh, it's and the feud right now is is okay. You know, they're this is a feud of, of guys playing mind games with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about that's about as much as I have for, to say for the feud currently. I'm looking forward to the match Me itself because it's two young athletic guys um, who just. Have bright futures ahead. Well, of very us. talented, and, very talented, and deserve to to be main event players uh-huh. now and into the future, and well into the future. True. Let me ask you a question about the Wyatt. Do you think he could ever be the main guy? You know, the WWE champion with the gimmick that he has right now. I've thought about this, and I want to say yes, but it's it's. Difficult because I can say yes. Like I feel like Ambrose would be the farthest out there character that would win the title. I just can't see them, you know, saying this is our guy with the way uh, Wyatt is right now. That's because like, he's, I feel he's like supposed to be a heel, but he doesn't get the reaction of a heel. I feel like he will be wrestling, you know. In contention for the next year or so, year or two, and then he'll have some kind of injury where he goes away for three months and comes back as a new character. I don't think they'll change the character. I think you because I really don't see how it how they would hand him the title with his whole year of worlds and everything like that. It could work. He he just he has to be. 100% heal with this character. And that's the problem that, you know, I, I used to think it was it was great where he was at six months ago. Mm-hmm. But I think pairing him with John Cena for WrestleMania season was, in hindsight, a, a really bad decision. Because everybody hates John Cena as it is. But you were supposed to root for John Cena because this monster comes out of nowhere and attacks you. And starts this feud with you and wants to change you. But Bray Wyatt doesn't get that reaction. Depend, you know, he got cheered. He got yeah. cheered the whole time. Yeah. People wanted to see him beat well, Johnson. by above the age of 13, he got cheered. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it, it hurt his progression. I mean, it's, a, it, it's, look, you take what you can get. If you have the opportunity to be in a top feud with John Cena... You have to take it. You have to put all of it into it. You have to put your all into it. But you can't expect the results that um, that we were hoping, you know, because he he came out looking like like a babyface almost, as close to a babyface as you can get. And that's the problem right now. He still has that rub. He still gets cheers. Um, Again, Ambrose is the kind of guy that, yeah, you want – uh, this is this is a good time right now because people do really like Dean Ambrose, uh, and the the sneak attacks and stuff like that uh, are helping Bray Wyatt be more of a heel. But it hasn't solidified him as a true monster, you know, type heel yet. I'm not sure about that. 
have nothing else. So I'm, until I mean, this is the one match that I'm excited to see. I, I'm definitely excited for it. And but until they run with Bray Wyatt as a vicious, brutal bad guy. Until they do that, um, he won't be a top guy. Uh, like, you know, a title holder, a dominant title holder. You know, he'll he'll be high up on the card because they, that's where they've positioned him now. They're not going to lower him any, you know, too much further. Um, so, you know, he's going to be in that A-minus limbo, it seems, at this point. <laughs> where is that world every championship belt when you need it? Right. Uh, so let's go to the final match, um, the big tag team match, Team Authority versus Team Cena. Can you name everybody who's on the match? Who's in the match? Uh, team Cena, it looks like it's, of course, John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, mm-hmm. Sheamus joined, Big Show joined, and it looks like Ryback. Chance for it, yeah. I mean, more than likely it'll be Ryback. Um Ryback, I mean, they have completely erased the memory of the past year yeah. that where he was a jobber, a terrible heel, and yeah. by terrible, I don't mean a really good bad guy. I'm talking the fact that he was a heel was a terrible idea. Yeah, basically, the last year where he's been uh, teamed with Axel. Yeah. Uh, what happened to him? Did he get hurt? I haven't seen him. Well, on no, when Ryback got hurt, they pulled Axel off the show. Oh, so. really? And wow. so they just haven't found anything for him right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Again, that U.S. championship is calling. Come on, guys. <laughs> if you're not going to use it, throw it away. Uh, it could very well with uh, the current champ. No, oh, that'd be sad. <laughs> um, and let's go over to Team Authority. It's um, Rollins, Rollins Kane. Corporate Kane, Jesus, Mark Henry, Mark Henry, Rusev, and. Could be Luke Harper. Luke Harper. After what we saw on Monday. Yeah. He hasn't... I haven't read any of the SmackDown spoilers, uh, so I don't know if they, if they, you know, went further with that story uh, or if they, you know, elaborated more um, what's going on with Luke Harper and Dolph Ziggler. But currently it looks like it'll be Zig, uh, Harper as, as that fifth member. Uh, they took out Randy Orton. And he was supposed to be on the team. They're turning him face, it looks like. So he could very well be involved somehow. And he's out indefinitely with a concussion. Indefinitely. <laughs> See you in the movie. Right. Um, when would WWE learn to stop doing these terrible movies? Uh, Do they really make... I wonder... I would love to see their uh, profit margin for these movies. It should be in the last... The last... Uh, I don't remember the numbers exactly, but I mean they were strong enough to to keep going. They were strong enough for Lionsgate to give them like a six picture deal. Really? Yeah, if, uh, I think it was at the beginning of this year is when that to deal borrow was a drop from the basketball Jones. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But the thing about those movies is that the WWE produces them themselves. Mm. They have. They have actors that they can get with these perform with these wrestlers, um, and a lot of these movies are cheap to make. You know, you can make a, a two million, three million dollar movie if you can make ten million off of it. That's great. You know, I mean, at the very least, ten million. Um, so that's why they do it. I mean, there there is potential for you know big profits they but. must make big profits because they make one seem like every nine months with a new WWE movie coming yeah. out so let's go back to the match I mean basically it's just rivalry versus rivalry happening uh, stipulation is if Team Cena wins the authority no longer has the authority right they they break up and we get maybe a general manager or something like that no <laughs> tell them what happens right um I'm trying to think of what exactly is interesting in this match. This is why I personally the fact that they, but that's about it. The fact that they uh, haven't addressed the fact that uh, Rusev and Mark Henry are on the same team a month, just a month after Rusev made him go nighty night, right after feuding for the past like two months. Yeah, Uh, you to me nothing. It's in it's little. Inconsistencies like that that make it frustrating at times. 
like the inconsistency that I've said like multiple times when Triple H first became COO and everybody walked out on him and then a year <laughs> later everybody was too afraid of their jobs to do anything. Right. The big show blubbering like a child when he had to punch out Daniel Bryan. And Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> this guy and that guy. Oh, I guess y'all don't expect me to remember what happened a year ago. Uh, uh, anyway. But I like the idea of Luke Harper on the team. I think, for me, that's the most interesting. Him it's and Rusev. I don't understand, but it doesn't seem like he would be a guy, an authority guy, you know, a guy to take orders from anybody except for Bray Wyatt. Right. You, I, I agree. Um, but he's he's a guy now that's on his own, and he's looking to make a name for himself at this point. And he's looking, you know, for a, he he's picked his target in Dolph Ziggler, yeah. Um, and I think him and Rusev are the most interesting, the most interesting figures in this in this uh, in this main event setup because. Harper is back. At, you know, he's been gone for a couple months. Mm-hmm. He's back and he's looking to get a big push. So that's going to be interesting. And you know, what better way than to be in the main event of a pay per view with aligned with you know Triple H's team? And you go through everybody else, and there's not much there. Cena, you know what you get. Dolph Ziggler is going to be underutilized no matter what happens. Big Show is Big Show. Uh, who else is on that team? Sheamus. Sheamus is the is the wider version. The wider Irish version of John Cena now. <laughs> yeah. um, who's well, no, not really, because he's lost. Oh, that's true. But uh, I, I get what you're saying in terms of Ryback is having a huge Ryback is having a big push. It's great to see, but they, but here and here's the thing about Rusev. You ever think you think that Ryback looks at Rusev and think, man, that's what I should have been. That's how they should have <laughs> uh, pushed me. Absolutely, and you know they should have, without a doubt. That's the thing about Rusev. The, I mean, <laughs> they it was they cool. recognized their their mistakes from Ryback. Well, not that, but I think it was great that they got Rusev on this team because now it's it's got people talking. I think it has people wondering: was is Rusev finally going to get pinned? Is he finally going to lose? He you know, lost he, before, just never just by a, disqualification. No, Count. he lost uh, the uh, what was it? Didn't he lose the well, he was Royal eliminated. Rumble match at uh, WrestleMania? The uh, Andre the Giant Royal Rumble. Didn't he get tossed out of that? Well, uh, I don't remember if he was. I swear that. he was in that match. On the, he, I know he, 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 he's lost us in team matches. He's never lost, you know, a one on one. No, he had no. He hasn't been on a, t- on a team. Yes, he has. Like in Raw, it's like when they team them up together. I swear he's been like teamed up with, with another heel against like John Cena and whoever he was feuding with. No, th- this will be the first time he's, he's sure? been. Yeah, he's been a, in handicap matches where he squashed guys, but no, 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 he hasn't teamed with anybody yet. I mean, he lost the. You know, he was eliminated in the Royal Rumble. He, you know, he made his debut at the Royal Rumble, uh, but he was eliminated. Mm-hmm. He also lost um, a battle royal. He was eliminated. Uh, he was the final elimination in the Battle Royal to determine the, I think it was the last Money in the Bank participant Possibly. for the title when, when Reigns eliminated him. If only we had a producer that would go back and check on our mistakes. Lasai. <laughs> right. uh, but other than that, he's only lost by countout or disqualification. So, does he finally get pinned here? And if he doesn't, then that that already te- that tells you right there that the authority is going to come out on top. Um, but it's not; it's really not as clear cut as, as you think at this point. So uh, that's what's got me interested in, in this main event is uh, Harper and Rusev, really, because you know what you're going to get from the other guys, essentially. Mm-hmm. The, I feel like this is going to be a good match. It's just not the one I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got a lot of star power, uh, but it just I think they should have given. I think they need more time to develop. This How week. much more time? They only have two weeks. Well, I think they could have used another two weeks to <laughs> really, really further things. But you know, we're um, 
they're just going to have to make do and just hope that it's a or just and make sure that it's a very entertaining match and that you know keeps you on the edge of your seat. Yay! I'm on the edge of my seat right now, just waiting for the pay per view. So, who do you have in the main event? Uh main event, uh, Team Authority. Seems like the heels win that Survivor Series more often than not. Well, yeah, I was I didn't expect that, but uh, I'm going to go Team Authority as well because of Alexander Rusev. I, I because I don't think they're going to. You're going with him. like the fan reason. I'm going with the creative reason, simply because I don't know if they thought of how to have a what's wrong with a wrestling world without the authority in charge. Well, I think they do have that planned, but just not right now. They're they're not ready to. You really you 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 trust creative that much? <laughs> yeah. No. Um. In, not well, creative, not, not but, creative. Like, let me just Vince McMahon because there have been yeah. multiple stories of creative having a script. It gets to Vince McMahon the day of uh, Raw, and he's changing the storylines like two hours before the show goes. Yeah, on. absolutely, absolutely. So there's no change. There's no doubt. Well, I think um, that something's gonna go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and you've already they've already laid the groundwork. It looks like with the tension. With the fact that McMahon announced the stipulation that if they lose, that they're that the authority's done for, um, that immediately caused tension between him and Triple H. Mm-hmm. So that's telling me that's going to build for something later on down the road. Could be uh, could be a long could road. Could be something good. Could be something bad. Who knows? Could be on the road to uh, to a certain other pay per view. We'll see that. On the road to Royal Rumble. Okay. <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. Right, anything else you want to talk about the Survivor Series or the WWE as a whole? No, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm liking the liking the way that they're starting to push guys. Mm-hmm. Ziggler is in a main event scene in, in a main event match um, the first time in a while. That's About that's good time. Yeah, again, um, I've said this before on the podcast. You wonder where he would be without those concussions. Oh yeah, and your Survivor Series match right now isn't just like this makeshift you know ragtag group of of competitors. It's not. There's no tag teams you know on one side or anything like that. Uh, I mean, if you want to do that, you know, for a lesser match, that's fine. You know, you can have two Survivor Series matches, mm-hmm. fine. Uh, but your main, your main event match has a legitimate, you know, top guys, and, and that's what you need. That's what you you should have for your Survivor Series match. It should be as they as the authority said. It should be teams, you know, not just for the authority, but for both teams, it should be the strongest teams ever. And it looks like they're they're going with that. Agreed. That's good for them. Be interesting. Um, so we are done with the dark WWE wrap up. Yeah, it was good. We have right? talked about wrestling in a couple, of, well, not a couple, but a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else you want to talk about the, that's uh, coming up that we should tell the people about? Because we have an awesome draft coming up. <laughs> uh, we got the holidays, got you know, just around the corner. Coming. Yeah, we got a draft coming. Two drafts, in fact, that we have to work on. Um, anything coming up from you? Uh, not yet, but we'll see what happens. It could. You got to do your review on Gotham. Well, yeah, you're right. You got to write that. I would. I would love for you to have a weekly column where you just talk about a TV show like Gotham or The Flash or anything else that's caught your eye. Those are the only shows I watch. <laughs> <The> only, <laughs> those are the even, only ones I watch. Like, even if you go back and like start from episode one all the way through, yeah, that would be great. I think you would enjoy it, and our fans would enjoy it too. Uh, you know me; I got the Rockets reviews going on every week. Um, QB power rankings. I'm, re- I'm really gonna get all on that in my next off day. Uh, and we have our the Astro review after right. It's gonna be like five or six. Uh, chapters. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's daunting. Already, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I got to break it up: infielders, outfielders, pitching, 
catching, ma- can- managing, out, you know, review, outlook, all that stuff. So it's looking like it's big. It's a lot of writing, which I'll have. I have to get started. I can't. We'll go into next <laughs> yeah. year with this thing not done. Go easy on them, man. No, no. That's like that's. I just named like <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I, I can't. I, that's like nine writing topics I have to do within the next. I hope I need to get them out within the next two or three weeks. Oh, you're the a good Astros, writer. The the Rockers review is like it's killing me without being able to watch the games and going back and and uh, rewinding them. And going back, I hope one day I really like hope that this is good enough to where people say, "Wow, like." My inspiration for writing the Rockets and writing NBA is Zach Lowe. When I read things, read what he writes, I'm like, I really need, I want to get that this good. You're on your way, man. Because, of course, he guys, does it professionally, and I only do it when I have time and I'm not right. at work or not trying to work out. Which is a testament to how you know your your um, your skills as a writer. If you're just doing this, you know, when you have a free moment, if you guys haven't read any of his columns, you definitely need to. He's he's got a lot of insight on. Uh, the Kobe one was still my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. The Kobe picture is still hilarious. Can't call me by soft with one of those pictures. Oh, yeah. All right. Check out his writings on, uh, do with my on our Kobe. website. And you have anything that you would like the us to do or any advice or anything like that, you know, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. Um, I think from now on. We're going to start linking out. We have to start putting our podcast on Facebook, even if no one's listening. At sure. least we have it out there. That's on you. Okay. Put, That's the, on put the podcast out there. I'll do the writings. Um, uh, it's going to be so much fun. Hey, it's, it's still just it's the beginning. We're, we're still we're 25 episodes in. Uh, we hope to... A couple of columns in. Yeah. We hope uh, to be... Uh, better. Every, <laughs> every week, every month, we hope that we get better. We get more listeners. I mean... After this, we'll have 1,000 page views in a four-and-a-half-month period. Pretty damn good for us. Yeah. I mean, we want to keep growing and get better, and we can't do that without your support. So yeah. We're just – we're doing – we're sitting here in a cold, drafty apartment. It's about yeah, it's cold. <laughs> well, I refuse to turn on the heat because I, I, I stay in one spot in my house the whole day so or the whole evening. Mm-hmm. So I really don't need to turn the heat on. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I got a blanket. That's, that's all I need. I have my Texans hoodie, so I'm good. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's it. Say goodbye to the peeps. Thanks again, as always, for tuning in. We, uh, we'll catch you guys later. We'll uh, we'll have some more shows, you know, a few more shows, more columns coming up. We're going to get busy. Oh, yeah. All right. So, for Anthony, this is the Quincy. Later, babies.